And are you born gay? Yes. Are you allowed to be Catholic and gay? That's the question. No. Only if you're celibate. That's the question. That's the point. She's saying you can you can be celibate. That's what she's saying, which is the truth. That is what they allow. Mm-hmm. That's the point of it. Don't get too deep. I'll, I will help guide us through it. But my questions for you is going to be like, how did it make you feel knowing you were gay in the Catholic Church? You know, you can't take communion. You can't do these things. You can't dedicate. We couldn't dedicate a Maya. Stuff like that. I don't know what I'm talking about that. Why not? What's up, y'all? My name's Leticia, and you're listening to Confessions from the Closet, a podcast all about vulnerability and overcoming. It's time we get ourselves unstuck from these boxes and these closets that we've allowed ourselves to be trapped in. We're so much bigger than these boxes we've been in. It's time we go deep, y'all. That lady was telling her story. That was, well, there's like a 10, 10% or a 1% of people who are trans that actually go back to being who they were before they, they transitioned. And same thing with gay people who actually do that. And that's what people hold on to. Well, I don't think them people are actually really gay. Good thing we're already recording. <laughs> I agree. And that's what the problem is. People is that might be curious and that church people something, but church people grab onto those stories and it's like, see, you can be delivered. And it's like they weren't gay. Yeah. I'm gay. <laughs> like I've always yeah. known I was gay. Yeah. You know, I didn't have trauma. I wasn't raped. I wasn't abused. I wasn't and sure, raised in an unhealthy home. I was never molested. I was never. You, you could definitely lie to yourself and, and we could both be with men right now. Oh, you totally have married. I almost did. Yeah. Me too. And still. That, that would be a lie and not who you are. Yeah. There's a happy ending story that would look like to everyone except me that's what i yeah you would be living a life that wasn't true yeah i had to realize which a lot of people are now doing like hello lesbian tiktok Mm -hmm. how many women are coming out at 30s and their 40s already been married to men already have kids and they're like whoa yeah this isn't who i am i can't do this anymore and then people judge them for that yeah because like how could you be married to a man for so long and then all of a sudden become lesbian well they decided to finally follow the truth. I think we're in a generation and the time of rising up. People finally rising up and being themselves. It's like F the crap kind of thing. Are you okay with us keep continuing on? <laughs> with what? This conversation. Okay. It's a podcast. It doesn't have to be scripted. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another week of Confessions from the Closet. I'm joined by my now officially co-host... Mari, my wife, Hi. isn't she cute? I like that jacket on you. And I like the shirt. I don't know Thanks if they so. can see the shirt, but I like it. Even though you told me I look like a Christmas tree on the couch, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was a joke. It was, it was valid. It was funny. Um, anyways, thank you for coming back. We, you were supposed to be on last week, but things happened, and I already had an episode ready. So yeah, here we are. You were ahead of the game. Yeah. Well, you're usually every other week, which I enjoy. I think people are enjoying us. I don't know if we're bantering, if we're just getting time alone without kids to talk through thoughts or what, but 
I've enjoyed having you on regularly. So thank you, honey. especially because we're both similar for you, and we're very different in our thinking processes. So that's nice. Anyways, so we've kind of talked a little bit and that'll be somehow I'll throw all that in here because it started happening. Um, so I'll preface this. I am not trying to attack the Catholic church with this thing, but there was a video that was shared titled, can you be gay and Catholic? And it was like a whole article and this whole thing. We both watched the video. It was from this woman who's I guess now straight. I don't know. Her story was very confusing. She never says that she's She straight. never says that she's straight. She says she just doesn't act on it. She doesn't act on being gay. And she's like, she has a whole ministry to help people do this. To basically be celibate. Mm -hmm. Is she not married to a man? I thought she was married to a man. I think she said previously. Yeah, I don't know. It was a really confusing story. But it was shared, as many things are, mm -hmm. on Facebook by someone can I say in your family? Yeah, it was in your family. Um, and these are the kind of things that hurt us because it's like. Hmm, yeah, it does hurt us. I mean, it doesn't hurt. I don't think it hurts us. It bothers us because yeah. it's like, well, we're not Catholic. You were raised Catholic. I've never been Catholic. My mom was raised Catholic. Yeah, but, but we love you would have. You would have because you know how much it meant to me. I tried and it just wasn't we tried accepted. yeah it couldn't we couldn't be catholic we Fair tried enough. going to a catholic church it yeah. was so uncomfortable i've never been more uncomfortable in a church than in catholic churches as a married gay woman with our child we tried yeah we were that desperate to find a church and i knew it didn't mean a lot to you and you mean a lot to me yeah. but like you said we couldn't it just wasn't we could go and listen that's pretty much it you can't we can't be a part of anything. Yeah, I can't serve, which I don't know. Can people even serve in Catholic churches? It's a lot different setup than. Well, there, I mean, there's a lot of rules. And I don't like stuff. rules. Never liked rules. I think. Or I don't know. If you rules know. is a proper word, but. Uh, traditions. Is it traditions? Well, not true. It's just part of. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, I, we couldn't take communion. So that's my question to you. Can you be gay and Catholic? Her answer was, yes, if you're celibate, which I agree with. Yeah, you can. But she also compared being gay to eating a whole cheesecake versus a slice that she knows it's bad for her. I do go to mass every morning um, with all the, probably your grandmas, um, and I love it. Um, but I found a true joy in denying myself. I relate a lot of my denial of self and, and different um, desires that I have two cheesecakes, so super random, but not so random. I really enjoy cheesecake. Um, I know that sounds super weird, but I do. My grandma made this killer cheesecake. I won't get into it, but it's good. Um, but I knew that I was not supposed to consume that every day. Like you just shouldn't, right? If, if you want a certain healthy lifestyle, that's probably not part of it. If I desire cheesecake, is it wrong? Well, it might not be a good desire, but it's not sinful to want cheesecake. The sin comes in. The sin comes in when I choose to walk out that desire that I know is not in line with Christ. There's where sin comes in, right? So am I unhealthy? Let's take sin out of it because everybody freaks out when we say sin, right? Am I unhealthy because I want to eat cheesecake? Yeah, no. No, right? Am I unhealthy if I consume cheesecake quite often? Most yeah, likely, yeah. Right? So it's the same. 
And that God will give her the strength to That's not her PK. Cross to bear. Yeah, it was her cross to bear, her thorn in her side kind of thing. Which it probably was for her. Yeah. But you cannot comp- you cannot say that that is every that everyone should do that or every can person's story. Yeah. It's not. No. It's and good for her if that's what she wanted to do to be Catholic. Good for her. That's great. I hope you're happy. Yes. I would rather be with my wife. But she sounded miserable. Yeah. Just yeah, I go to the first service with all the old people and I go every day. Like <laughs> she sounded miserable talking about it. She did. I go every and day. Like, like it's like she has to go. It's like yeah. AA. Yeah. I'm sorry. Being gay is just it's just got I mean, it's who I am. God made yeah, us. Yeah, I'm not a criminal. I'm not a molester. I'm not a we're not, bad person. We're not hurting anyone by being yeah. gay. We're and being hurt. Me, personally, I would have loved to be Catholic because, you know, my entire family, is, it's, yeah. it's part of my immediate family. Yeah. Down to the core. I mean, everyone is Catholic. hardcore Catholic. Yeah. So, it makes me feel like I don't fit in and I don't, but you, you can't. Honey, you weren't supposed to fit in. I know, but I'm saying. Yeah, for, for it my still family, hurts. Like my yeah. mom. Yeah. I know it's, it still bothers her that I, I can't go to church or I don't go to her church. Mm-hmm. But I can't. Yeah. They don't recognize us. They mm-hmm. recognize us as the worst of the sinners. Yeah. That's what we're recognized as. Worse than murderers is how it feels. Um, so the answer is you can be gay and Catholic if you're celibate. But what kind of life is that? That's a, li- that's a life without joy. That's a life without love. That's a life without honesty. That's a life without truth. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I mean, we could have easily both married men, but would we have truly been happy? Yeah. Because we wouldn't be our true selves. Would our husbands have been happy? They would have been married to a fake person. Someone trying to not be who they truly are. Mm-hmm. And I think I would have never thrived trying to pretend to be straight for the rest of my life. Mm. I think I thrive. I know I thrive because I married someone who pushes me to explore every part of me that I feel whether it's dressing in terrible clothing half the time and then changing my whole wardrobe six months later. <laughs> I mean, it's been eight yeah. years of our life. How much has my wardrobe changed? I should, have some, yeah. I should add some pictures. I mean, it's embarrassing. Hairstyles. I'll, I'll make sure I add a clip of that <laughs> mini skirt. <laughs> mini skirt with, with a the bow tie. <laughs> I mean, I, I finally married, like the relationship yeah. I told you, the relationship I was in before you, if you can call it that, that person who was a girl, that person would take me shopping and make me buy like all girly clothes. Even my boss would take me shopping and try to like make me buy dresses and all this girly stuff. I have been hiding dresses and dress shoes my entire life. I never wanted to wear a dress. It's yeah. not, I don't know why Your I did on our wedding day. Yeah. No, that was- I don't know. I was trying to fit that idea of being married mm-hmm. in a wedding dress, but I would 100% pay thousands of dollars for a custom tux. I would let you pay thousands of dollars. <laughs> let's be honest for a custom tux. When we renew our vows, because that's who I am. Yeah, I'm more that's you're comfortable in. androgynous, if you want to call it. I'm feminine and I'm masculine. I just like this in between. I don't yeah. want to wear earrings. I like makeup enough on my eyes. Uh-huh. Uh, I like my eyebrows to look good. My yeah, hair better fair. be on point. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm, I don't want to wear dresses. And I really don't like tight shirts. It makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. But I married you and you helped me because I came out from 
being with someone who dressed me up super girly, having a boss who wanted me to dress super girly, all these things that I, when I married you, I was still trying to figure out who I was. I'd only been out a year and you let me go through that wardrobe of, I think I finally I'm kind of finding yourself found my style. Like I think I'm yeah. finally like t-shirts, skinny jeans, yeah. sometimes button ups, but boy button ups. I was going to stop you if you went emo though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Is it emo or goth? I don't know. I don't know. They're kind of related. Yeah. I mean, you say I wear too much black anyways, though. I mean, black jeans, black black shirts. It's just like easy. Um, So all that to say, I think if, if we had gone that route, like this lady, I don't even know that she's married. We're not sure. I can link the video if people really want to watch it, but would our husbands be happy being married to someone who wasn't fulfilling who, who God created them to be? No. Mm -hmm. Would I be happy? No. Would I probably have killed myself trying to live that lie? Yeah. I think I would. Mm-hmm. I think I probably would have succeeded because it's something I struggled with anyways. So I think finding that person like you, you've pushed me to be and to figure out who the heck I am. You've pushed me to do this and you've helped me find my voice. I think that's important in life. Yeah. Thank God that Jesus loves us and even though, I mean, I'm not going to act like I'm sad that we couldn't be Catholic because I like the church we go to and um, we've grown there. Yeah. Um, something I got to sit I down. Had to, I had to change everything, though. You're used it to that. It was hard. Yeah, I was And I love it. it. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love, 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 love our church. And it is home. It's home. It should be. Yes, but, but that was hard for you. Yeah. It's, it's but we hard. did. We tried. Yeah, I knew I didn't think we would ever find a church that was my background either that would accept us. And I, and I don't think it's right for you for people to voice their opinion on one on yeah on on just that. Yeah, I think if she was honest, she would say she's not happy, or to say how easy it would be to do that if you're not a yeah. gay person. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you're not gay, like, oh, yeah, you can do this. You can yeah, do this. Awesome. You can do this. Look at this person. You yeah. should be like, you should be like her. Yeah. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. You have no idea what it's like. You should, you should be gay then. Yeah. How about you try being gay? If it's so easy to just pretend, how about you pretend? And you go do what you're telling me to do, basically. Yeah. yeah That's nobody, how it feels. It's, I'm not picking an easier life. No, it's not easier. I think that I'm picking a... a a, a fun life or a sexual life or a, I'm picking love the person that I fell in love with. Yeah. You're so cute. <laughs> I love you. It just, it, it upsets me. It, it's upsetting. That's why I wanted to talk about it because it's like, I think that's why it's important that we keep having these conversations because we're sharing like our own stories back and forth and how we feel. Mm -hmm. And there are so many straight people, like even some of our friends are like, these are things I never have to even think about walking in town, holding hands. Like they don't think twice about it, but us, it's like, who's around? Is someone going to be mean? Is someone going to hurt my feelings? Is someone going to say something in front of our kids? Like all those thoughts go through my head. And that's something I'm trying to still work through, but it's because of, childhood trauma religious trauma things i was i mean Mm -hmm. healing that not that i don't love you not that i don't want to hold your hand we hold hands all the time not that cuddling isn't my favorite it is um but it's like all that trauma trying to heal from so 
one question I did want to ask you just thinking about like you, I had asked you this on the first episode that you were on and you're a little bit more comfortable with being on camera. I think more than a little, um, how did it make you feel when you were told either before coming out or after coming out? Cause you know, you knew before that you were going to hell for that lifestyle that you were living. I used air quotes if you're not watching. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's not really a word you can describe. You just, my family is very close and, I mean, coming out to them is, is extremely hard because we we grew up like brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. All my cousins, which is 20 plus, you know, all around the same age, between two to four, five years apart, all of us. Yeah. And so we played together. We went to, um, we went to Catholic school together. Elementary went to, I mean, my mom would drop me off at my cousin's house and she'd take us to school I lived with another aunt and their family, and so it's it was really like you know having to come out to everyone, which yeah. I had such. I mean, I was part of a a, a Catholic, very religious, loving yeah. family. Don't get me wrong, They're loving super family. loving. Yes. yes, but and that was why I didn't want to ever come out. Was I didn't want to have to hear any of that because i already knew that's what was coming mm-hmm. and so it, it just i don't know, just it's pretty much telling you yes you are the black sheep yes mm-hmm. you don't cry i'm sorry you're not though Something just to like say, I keep saying they'll be known by the fruit they bear. And Amaya is like your twin. Um, But I got to sit down and talk with her a little bit earlier today. And I asked her some questions and I'll include some of that in this episode. Um, It's really hard doing a podcast with a 10 year old, (laughs) but I I tried to get some stuff out of her and something I asked her um, was, do you know who God is? And she's like, yeah. And I said, do you know who Jesus is? She's like, yeah. And I said something like, when did you know who Jesus was? And she said, the first time we went to more, I was really nervous. And I heard him say, don't be nervous. Just breathe. It'll be okay. And I was like, you know, that was the Holy Spirit. And she was like, oh. And I said, do you hear the Holy Spirit now? And she's like, yeah, now that we get to go to worship. Every time you sing and I get super nervous and shaky, I don't know why. She's like, I hear the Lord say, take a couple deep breaths and just stand up. It's going to be okay. And just <laughs> just to say, I mean, this, can you be gay and Catholic? Well, um, we're gay. We're married. We love Jesus. And our 10-year-old daughter, now we've been at more for four years. Five years? No, five years. So since she was five, she's known the voice of the Holy Spirit. I was about the same age when I started hearing that voice. Um, the fruit that you bear proves otherwise you can't I mean, it's, it's just still hurtful you still oh it still hurts i'm just saying things um I'm very, i still hear things now and i'm like shoot why can't you stop yes why do you have to say things why i mean 
I don't know. No, and I agree. I'm just, I'm not saying that just to, it's not to say, oh, this doesn't hurt. I'm saying this because you know me. Yes. I'm very petty. Oh. And I'm like, look, the fruit that we read, this is our daughter who, gosh. Oh, I know. The I know. God tells me otherwise. I'm not, I'm not no, saying that I'm not This blessed. is me just yes, saying it to I'm, people. Like, be like, come on. I'm blessed. 100%. Yeah. We are. We are. And that's, thankfully we're surrounded is, by is is the center of our marriage. Yeah. And our family. Yeah. Totally. Our kids know. Our kids know who he is. Our kids know he, they, whoever you want to call God. Um, mm-hmm. They know the Lord and they know, um, they just know something that was talked about at church. And this is my, my friend got to preach on sa- Sunday and it was like a really awesome message, but it made me think more about parenting than about my relationship with God. But she was talking about like how, how we were raised can, and her, her sister also talked about it in, during worship and first service. Um, but like how we were raised and the authority in our life can change the, the way we view God, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, my dad was super strict because he was raised super strict, which is something I'm working on as a parent is trying not to be so strict, especially with Amaya. Um, but I was raised super strict. So it's like trying to break that cycle anyway. So I was talking after first service cause I got to hear both since I was on the team. And I was like, you know, when I think about God now and I think about how comforting he is to me, I see God more as I see my mom, like my, like, that relationship that's how god is to me he's comforting he's kind he makes me laugh like he reminds me not to take me so seriously not to take everything so seriously like he'll do like something will happen i'm like okay i get it sorry um where my dad was very authoritative authoritative authoritarian i don't know what word you want to use oh he was very strict we'll say that um i speak english i swear sorry mom um (laughs) but like growing up and i told you this like knowing i was gay um there was a friend who i told you i was in love with them and every time i would think on acting on that I would be so terrified that if I did, like, that was it. I was going to, like, get struck down dead. I was going to hell. Like, everything was over. Because that's how, that's what I was told. And that's how I viewed God. Like, he would just be like, I'm done with you. Mm-hmm. Um, which was really hard as a teenager, like, young adult. That is uh, something that is that people do is make God to be this. Punishing God. Punisher. He's never. Like. From the moment, yeah, from the moment I came out, that's when I met God on a level that I never knew him. It was like, hey, I love you. I made you this way. Like, you're perfect. You're going to do something special for me that only you can do. And it wasn't ever, he never left me. But growing up, mm-hmm. before I could just come to terms with that, before it was the time to come to terms with that, like, I literally thought that. And there was time. So, I would like, I don't even, I haven't ever even told my friend this, but like, I would be like going, we're supposed to meet up. And I just knew I would want to act on those feelings and I would be so scared. So I'm like, God, please like, don't let this happen, which is what that woman's living. Mm-hmm. But I hated myself. Like mm-hmm. I hated myself for years, which is what I think led to my suicidal depression and suicidal attempts. And, um, yeah, all that was just this self-hatred and people would rather you be straight quote air quotes again, or pretend to be straight. Um, 
because it makes them more comfortable because they truly believe it's a sin. But it's like, I was miserable. I was miserable when I was a kid because I knew these deep desires in my heart. I knew that me and my friend held hands falling asleep when we had slumber parties. I knew that. And it was the most comforting feeling I ever had as a kid. But it was this big secret. And we never even talked about it to each other till we were older. You know, like it was just like we'd act like we didn't know. We're both married women now, by the way. Both have families. Um, (laughs) And she'll be on here one time. I'm sure we'll discuss it more because we really never did. But like we were just two kids who were raised in strict homes who loved each other and had a really great friendship and just were also in love with each other. But we never talked about it. Um, (laughs) But I did. I hated myself that I couldn't just give in to those feelings like my sister did with boys or Mm -hmm. like my brother did with girls or like I couldn't give in to those feelings. Sure, I had boyfriends, but it was like, oh, my God. Like, no, then you you didn't have anyone to talk about it either. Yeah, you had to keep the secret. And I think that's what the shame. That's where shame comes from. Causes a lot of issues later on growing up is all the secrets that you you have to hide. You had to. Yeah. There's stories of it. Didn't even. Or want to talk about or still haven't talked about. Yeah. There's things that we tell each other and, and I'm like, like oh, I've never really? told you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you forget. They're just so deep in you. Uh-huh. And it's hard. Like, I do think that's where so much of that healing comes from. It's like, yeah, for my whole life, as far as I can remember, I hid this huge part of me and I was ashamed and I thought, like, I was disgusting. But I love the Lord. So I hit all this. So then like now, you know, I've been married. I've been out nine and a half years. I've been married to you or I've been out nine years. I've been married to you almost eight years. Um, I'm trying to like figure out who I am mm-hmm. with all the lies. Like who actually am I? I'm, I think we're getting there. I think I'm getting closer <laughs> to healing all those wounds. But that's what people don't understand. When they're, like you said, they don't, just don't understand that when you're like, oh, you can do this. And it's like literally it is impossible. That's why I always recommend the book, The Cross in the Closet, because he was a straight man and the Holy Spirit convicted him in that moment that he was going to try to save that girl's soul after she tells she tells her straight friend, Timothy, that she's gay and her parents just kicked her out. And he, all he's thinking about is, I need to save her soul and tell her about Jesus. She, I'm pretty sure she already knew Jesus, but the Holy Spirit convicted him and told him to um, go into the closet as a gay man for a year and like come out as a gay man, even though he was straight and see what it was like. And then at the end of the year, he had to tell all of his family that it was a a big lie and that pain, like it is the most amazing book. I don't know if you ever read it Mm -mm. because I read it before we got married. I always link it in the comments, but it is literally like he actually walked in a gay person's shoes and, um, there's like even a chapter called Jesus and drag. And it's just like he immersed himself in the LGBTQ community, probably even more so than we have, because we really are surrounded by straight people. I mean, we live in the panhandle um, Bible belt of Texas, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, we don't have very many gay friends here. So it was, it's just an amazing book. And um that's why it makes me so mad about that video. And then everyone's like, see, and it's like, you'll never get it. Yeah. You'll never get hiding yourself at 12 years old and hating yourself because you just want to kiss your friend <laughs> and you can't because you thought literally 
the fire would rain down and you'd die. Um, like, that's what I thought about myself for so long. So anyways, yeah. Um, another, and I think that's why, like, I'm so glad about like last week's episode. If you haven't watched it yet, I interviewed someone, um, her kid is trans and her name's Jana and she's amazing. But I think that I even said, you know, like, I, I don't understand being transgender because that's not who I am, Mm -hmm. but I have compassion and empathy for that community because I know they have it harder. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just like Amaya, even when I talked to her, she was just like talking about standing up for kids who are bullied. And like, it's like, yeah, we, we need to, somebody has to stand up. Yeah. That's not right. And it's like the whole pronouns thing. That's what, that's what I'm getting around to is like, I don't understand pronouns because <laughs> one, we're raised in Texas and we're taught to say, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, ma'am. No, sir. Mm-hmm. And that's what you do. I mean, I, we're adults, we're grown adults and we still say it to other adults. You uh-huh. still say, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, ma'am. No, sir. Oh, yeah. It's so respectful. Every you're, customer that walks in. We're Texans. That's, I mean, we're also Hispanic, but like, as far as I know, Texans are just, that's how we were raised. And, uh, I used to get in trouble if I didn't say yes. If we said, yeah, that was like oh, a yeah. thing. We couldn't say you yeah. You don't say yeah. You say yes. At oh, least my, say yes. Ours was Monday. It's Monday. Spanish, yeah. Which I'm trying to teach Paulo. He just <laughs> says No. <laughs> he doesn't. He says yes, ma'am. When he's already in trouble, uh-huh. yes, ma'am. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, I forgive you, but nope. Um, and so, like, we were at Lowe's the other day, and everyone still wear, has to wear masks there, like that works there. But as far as Texas, like our mask mandates lifted. But anyways, this person had a mask on and like a short haircut, and they asked us if we needed anything. And I think I said, like, no, ma'am, we're good. And then we walked around the corner. I was like, oh, my God. Like, because they clearly looked like a lesbian to me. Uh-huh. But I was like, but what if they're, like, trans? You know, like, what if they're they them? Or they're, like, a dude? Or, like, they uh-huh. go by he, him. And, I, like, I felt bad. And it's never been a thing. But, like, I, I'm becoming more aware just because yeah. I'm getting to be more involved in that community. And, um, obviously, our our trans friends like they're already transitioned and so it's clear what their pronouns are but like a stranger with a mask on who i'm like i really can't tell um i felt really bad and it's it's a hard thing because it's like it's a new thing it's very new especially for our generation yeah it's new and it's not like we don't care it's that we have been our whole life told to say yes ma'am no ma'am whatever like Mm -hmm. so to that other adult i was like who i assumed was just a lesbian i said no, ma'am, we're good. But then I was like, oh, my God, I hope I didn't insult them. Because yeah. it would feel more insulting for me to just be like, no, we're good. Instead of being courteous and respectful and saying, I think no, ma'am, no, sir. Anyways, just the fact that you were. I thought about it. Being courteous and respectful that yeah. people don't get offended. Yeah. Well, I've been called. Sir. Sir. Like when I'm <laughs> working with my dad, I, my dad's a carpenter <laughs> and I used to go work with him. And... um and it wasn't like they were trying to use proper pronouns because this was like four years ago. I stopped working for him like three years ago when I was pregnant and just too big to function. Um, my feet were numb. Anyways, I would go and I, when I worked in construction, I didn't put on makeup. If it was summer, I'd have on like workout shorts and like a tank top because it's so hot in Odessa where he mm-hmm. works. And then in the winter, I would have on like baggy jeans, like jeans that were comfortable enough to like get up and down in and 
sweatshirts, right? So I just didn't have makeup on. And I'd go like buy something at the gas station and they'd call me like, sir. And I would like look at, up at them. And I would always be so mad when I get in the car. I'm like, do you they do? not have freaking eyes? Can they not see? Like, clearly I'm a woman. Like I would get so pissed yeah. because I mean, it did offend me because it's like, I know probably because when I cut my hair, someone told me you're going to look like a lesbian or a boy. And I was like, I could never look like a boy. I'm too beautiful. Thank you, mom, for building my confidence as a child um, and giving me mirrors to see with my eyes. I'm not an idiot. I know I'm pretty. But then I went and cut my hair the next day and said, see, and then I came out two weeks later. So that's another story. <laughs> Turns out I was a lesbian. Um, <laughs> she was right. I didn't just look like a lesbian. I became a lesbian. Um, anyways, I get af- I do get offended when I'm called sir. I try not to. But it's like, hello, look up from your counter and see my pretty look face. Like, yeah, for <laughs> real. Um, but I don't know. So all that to say, we as older generation Texans, um, I mean, we are trying to be more aware of pronouns. And I just don't understand. It doesn't, it's not a big deal to me. Yes, it's harder for me because I like actually have to think. And mm-hmm. being a mom and thinking is like, a, it's well, hard. Um what and i mean I'm, we don't really have anyone in our circle that goes by that's just now changing their pronouns yes so so like, it's I think not we, i know we, we were starting to say it a lot on online and, online and that's way easier to because it says it on like their page or i'll yeah. go check and be like let me check their pronouns um because i never want to be disrespectful to someone ever even when we talk like right now we're talking about the catholic mm-hmm. church like i my goal in life is never to be disrespectful or to be like oh they're the worst it's to bring awareness to the conversation yeah. and like hey i don't want to be unkind to people but anyways, I like that you sent me a picture today of AT&T is putting out buttons that has like your pronouns on <laughs> yes, them. Yes, I thought it was hilarious. It is hilarious. I mean, it's a thing now. Oh, um, yeah. Good. To, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I'm going to get some. You sh- you're so cute. You should. Um, but sometimes I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I go by she, her, but I'm like, I don't freaking care. I mean, I wear boy clothes and girl clothes. What's the big deal? Like who, I mean, I guess it was a big deal. I just said I got pissed when I got called he, I don't, obviously I don't want to be called he, but it's just like, I mean, I'm Leticia. Yeah. <laughs> Call me Leticia. People mess that up too. Anyways, I don't know. I just, ugh, I'm so tired of seeing people be so up in arms about the they and the them and like who, if it makes that person happy, if it makes that person less suicidal, what is it hurting you to use their pronouns? Yeah. Why make, is it why make fun you? of somebody? Why make fun? Yeah. Why call them? Why call them like they, they have a mental disorder because they want to go by they, them. Yeah. Because when I hear if someone wants to go by they, them, I think they feel both feminine and masculine. And so they don't identify with she or he. They just identify as they, them because they identify like as just. Maybe you should have someone on that. I do. I need to get someone who has they, them yeah. pronouns because maybe they could explain it better. Yeah. But either way, I'm like, I mean. But the whole point is just not to be mean and not really. Yeah. Who cares? It, it's to be respectful. Yeah. It's just. You don't have to understand. You don't we have don't have to, to understand. No. I don't care. You're the, just supposed to I love want your you neighbor. Be happy. You love your neighbor as you love yourself. So yeah, if you can't love your neighbor. Post something to make fun of them or. Yeah. Yeah. If, it's just not. No. If you're not loving your neighbor, it tells me one thing. Yeah. You don't love yourself. 
because it says love your neighbor as you love yourself. And if you're not loving your neighbor, you clearly don't love yourself. Yeah. Which we need to get better at anyways. I mean, yeah, that's, how many that's of us, all of us, how many of us look in the mirror and talk terrible to ourselves? Don't be looking at me like that. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying right we're now. working. Stop. I don't know why you said that. You're not, <laughs> you're beautiful. And you, I mean, we're just, I don't know. I, I think I'm very thankful and I'm not saying you weren't told this. I know as far as my story, I have a mom who told me a million times a day how beautiful and perfect I was, you know? Yeah. Despite the church and um, the religious institutions I was raised in telling me the secret that I carried was terrible, mm-hmm. I was told how beautiful and knew how loved I was. And so when I say, like, I have a mirror, I have eyes, I'm not an idiot. Like, I was told. Like, my mom built confidence into myself. I'm not cocky, but I'm also, like aware and i think that's that's what i want amaya to have i never want to hear amaya say yeah i'm not pretty or i'm too big what she said once and it broke me she's yeah. like I, can we work out and i was like why she's like i just don't like she was like totally going through a growth spurt but it was the yeah. first time she noticed her stomach was a little bit softer than normal and then she stretched out and it was like well, holy crap yeah, all her clothes were loose again yeah um i hate that i never i never want to hear her oh for sure and all that to say, I mean, if I think if we raise our kids to value themselves, love themselves, they're going to do a better job of loving their neighbor. Yeah. Who's different than them. Even the mean ones. That's the hard part for me. Mm-hmm. I can love all kinds of people, but I have a really hard time loving the hateful ones. Like, you know, I know I have to confess every time. I'm like, Lord, I'm sorry. Because you've heard, you get to hear the inside conversations where... Put you. You do try to bring me back down to earth and be like, God loves them too. I'm like, I don't think he does. They're jerks. Um, <laughs> they were mean. I mean, I'm being honest. I'm just, not gonna, I know you don't like people to be mean to other it people. It hurts. Well, like there was that one guy we, it was before I got pregnant. Cause we really have not been to a bar in a long time. Um, he's related to someone in our family, not related to us, but he was like asking me oh. about us sleeping together and like the whole I don't even remember everything he said. I kind of blocked it yeah. out. And I mean, you saw my face. I was ready to grab the beer bottle and punch him in the face. Like I was yeah. like done. I was like ready to go all China fighter over here on him. Like I did not want to hear his crap about disrespectful, degrading, sexual nonsense. Like I don't like to hear that crap anyways. But then when you're aiming it at me and talking about me and my wife in bed and being with a real man shit like that like i'm just like yeah god please you're insecure too aren't you sir um (laughs) talking about your tiny pp i mean like i mean whatever it's just it just bothers me when people are so it offends you that i'm a lesbian like why do you care i wouldn't be with you anyways if i was straight yeah. <laughs> you would not be the one. Sorry, buddy. You know, it's just, um, no. People need to be more kind. I don't mm-hmm. know. So, I, if, if you're someone who knows somebody who goes by they, them, and they would like to be on the podcast to help us help others understand more and help us understand more, just to like, come on, we got to educate people. Reach sure. out. We would, I would love to, I had someone reach out on TikTok today that, um, said, how do I sign up volunteer to be on the podcast? I was like, I guess like this, I don't know. I mean, I'm new to this, but I'm excited to start sharing more people's stories. 
I like doing these with you because we get to like talk about things. Um, and I think that's important too. Out of the blue. Yeah. Out of the blue. I, yeah. I had this planned last Made me week. Cry. Jeez, um, I didn't you. mean to, I just, you're so incredibly important and that's been prophesied over you in our church so many times that it's about freaking time. You start figuring out how awesome you are. And I want everyone else to know, especially, I know people in your family love you, but I want them to know how important to God you are and how much work for the kingdom or whatever you want to call it. You are, and will continue to do as a gay married woman. You couldn't do it as a straight fake woman. Yeah. And you couldn't reach the people otherwise. I mean, you are, you're, I think you're better than me. I mean, I, I do, I think you have this heart and this giving, I'm not saying this for brownie points, like y'all for real, if you know, or you know what I'm talking about, like you have a heart that gives, you teach me to be a better giver. I'm pretty dang selfish. Um, I don't like to share my shirts, even with you. Let's be real. You know, I'm like, no, that's mine. Um, I'm trying to be better, but I'll take your shirts in a heartbeat. Um, but you are, you're so loving and giving and you would spend your last dime or your last minute with someone trying to help them fix a problem. There's been many nights that you don't come home till two and you're like, they were having a hard time and I was trying to help. And I'm like, okay, just don't wake me up. <laughs> like yeah. you have such a heart and you haven't even scratched your potential. And to everyone who thinks you're going to hell, I, I, as I said on the last episode, you're on like, my dad saw us in heaven. You'll be one of the first in line. You'll be, you'll be there first. And, um, I know when the Lord sees you in those moments, he's going to be like, I'm so proud of you. Like, like Janice said, you are his good and faithful servant, and he does know you. And uh, screw all that bullshit about you or I going to hell. I know. I know when I die, I know 100% where I will wake up, and that'll be right in front of Jesus. Um, and I know the same goes for you and our family. Thanks. So I just want to say that because I'm just like, no, screw that crap. Again. I'm sorry. It wasn't for brownie points just because it needs I'm, to be said. Thank you. You're important. And um, sorry. I think people know that, but I think that that head knowledge and that indoctrination that's been drilled into their brains um, keeps them from following their heart and it keeps them in their head and sharing things that are hurtful or saying things that are hurtful um, because you are 100% God's favorite, just like everyone else's, even the mean ones, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> I'm trying to love y'all mean people, but it's really hard for me. That is my confession from the closet, I guess. <laughs> I don't like mean people. <laughs> Sometimes I have a hard time thinking Jesus likes them. I guess he does. Yes, he does. This is my confession. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, I think that's all we got to wrap talk up talk about. I think that's all we have to talk about today. Um, if you know a they them, send them our way. I'd love to sit down and talk. Um, if you are someone who you feel like you have a story to share, you've been hurt by the church, you're not even in the church anymore. I want to share those stories too, because this isn't just like, oh yeah, the ones who love Jesus. It's the ones who've been hurt by the church. It's the ones who've been um, cast out and just never wanted to go back. Like, I don't blame you. It's hard. Mm -hmm. We're thankful we found the place we found. Um, I want to hear y'all's stories. Please continue to reach out. Please like and subscribe. Please hit that bell. Um, share these podcasts. Share the YouTube videos. Because that's the only way we're going to get this message out farther. And um, I just can't wait to share more and more stories. And grow spread the love. Spread the love. See where this all goes. So, as always, 
until next week have a great one thank y'all deuces deuces <laughs> you're so cute hey guys thanks for listening to my mom's podcast be sure to hit that subscribe button turn on the notifications and give this video a big thumbs up also thanks for your comments and your feedback hey guys thanks guys thanks for listening to my podcast <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> oh, like a christmas tree but <laughs> thanks <laughs> oh geez louise look like it's christmas that's your favorite thing, so that's a good compliment. That was kind. It was really kind. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you look like a Christmas tree. It's fine. Not a big deal. Oh, goodness. <laughs>